Hey there, my name's Chris Rivers, Connect Team Advisor for Grace Church. The goal of these brief conversations is to help encourage Grace Church volunteers to create a welcoming environment and connect people to the mission of our church. Each Wednesday, we share stories, weekly tips, and talk about how serving is such an important part of our discipleship journey. We use this podcast to distribute this so you can subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you prefer so you can be notified with each new episode. Today, we have a special guest, PJ Mancuso. PJ, welcome to the Connect Team podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Super glad you're here, PJ. Tell us which campus you attend and how long you've been there, what you do outside of Grace. Uh, I'd love to just hear a little bit about you. Yeah, so we've been attending uh, the TR campus uh, for about two years now. Been a part of a community group for a year and a half or so. I'm married to my wife, Taylor, coming up on uh, 10 years uh, this uh, July. And then we have three daughters, uh, Autumn, Amelia, and Anna Kate. Yeah, so outside of Grace, I am a teacher and a coach. I enjoy, you know, doing those things. It takes up a lot of time. Just finished, just graduated with a degree in administration or educational leadership, rather. And wow. so with that, that being off my plate, that's great. Well, share us, you know, your role on the Connect team and how long you've been serving in that role, what you like best about what you do. So I am the safety coach, and basically I have a team of guys, actually upwards of 12 now, and and what we're responsible for is just kind of keeping an eye out for just any kind of suspicious activity, making sure that people feel safe when they come in, people knowing that, you know, we have a team looking out for their well-being. I've been serving in this role for approximately two months, kind of getting the ball rolling, transitioning from one service at TR to Uh, Now two, today was the first Sunday of two services. Um, Just kind of looking at, you know, what we can do to make the campus a safer place, more, you know, more peaceful place. We have uh, four consistent teams of two, and then we have some other guys that are acting as substitutes as well. So again, it's, it's just, it's growing by the day. Man, how did you get involved in serving at Traveler's Rest? Uh, Interesting. When I just followed the, the grace process, which was, you know, discovery and foundations, uh, joining a community group and then being encouraged in that respect to to serve. I'm going to have a good friend of mine that was on the safety team. He told me a little bit about it, and I just kind of felt like that's what I needed to do. Jumped in during a, you know, kind of a normal rotation and learned the ropes and and that sort of thing. What do you like best about serving on the safety team? It's just sort of how my mind works. My mindset with, with having that degree now in educational leadership and just looking at the oversight and um, – uh, just details of things um, as far as making sure, you know, doors are locked and, and people that come in just feel safe and feel, feel at peace. Why do you think that serving is such a vital role in our discipleship journey? Grace Church has a, has a pretty awesome stance on this. So going along with that, it, it helps us become a, a part of the larger body, you know, a giant church community and just, just simply sitting and absorbing all the information that's 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 part of it but it's not all of it and being able to give back to the community through our strengths and serving things that all kinds of people have there's they have a wide variety of strengths and that's giving back and in some some ways it's not as tangible as other areas however uh, it's 
serving God is going to ultimately make a, a positive impact. You know, in previous episodes, we've talked about this 11-minute experience of a guest and how important that time is. And serving really does impact that time. I'm wondering if you could just share with us your 11-minute experience or just anything that stood out to you when you first visited Grace. Before Grace, our church experience, my wife and I, uh, our church experience was a little bit up and down. Our friends, uh, who we'd encouraged to go to a different church, actually encouraged us to go to to Grace. And I was apprehensive, if I'm being honest with you. We were in kind of a lower point with not um, regularly attending church and that sort of thing. So when we walked in, you know, I was kind of looking for whatever could be wrong, just to, you know, just because that was kind of the space I was in at the time. But um, to be honest with you, the first time I uh, we attended the Grace TR campus. It was it had just opened maybe a month or two before. I was surprised at how uh, welcoming and happy people seemed to be. One big thing with us, with our with our girls, um, is just making sure that they're in a safe place. Um, I love the check-in process stuff. That was that was fantastic. When I remember we we noticed a few people from our neighborhood, which was great. That was community. Uh, the church that we went to before was a little bit out of our community, and so that made it harder to kind of join and, and meet new people. But when we went entered the auditorium and I started to look around, I noticed some players that I coached, as I talked about before, being a girl soccer coach. And I looked around and saw a couple of my players and their families, and it did bring some peace to my heart. My wife and I, Taylor, she we looked at each other and. After service, we just kind of, and I know I'm going past the 11 minutes, but it, we just knew when we left, it was a, it was a gradual, and it did start with that walking in, but it, it was a gradual, positive experience to where when we left, we're like, yeah, we need to start trying to, trying to go here and, and at least trying to invest, and yeah, everything kind of, kind of went from there. That's awesome. And then you eventually got, you know, attended Discovery and then Foundations. Was that a quick process or did that take you a little bit of time? <laughs> that took us a little bit of time. Again, I, like I said, I, I was a little bit apprehensive. And so I, but you kept you coming know, I was back. very, con- <laughs> yeah. And I was just a little bit confused about why I needed to go through five weeks of just sitting through lessons and learning about the church and that sort of thing. And, and, you know, had some questions and raised the questions. And it was at the end of the day, though, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad. And I, I got to give credit to my wife. Like I said, we'll, we'll be married for 10 years, July 11th. You know, she's someone that's, that's just very, very peaceful. Yeah. And uh, she was the one that kind of always kept, you know, saying, Hey, we need to keep going. You keep pushing through. And I'm really glad that she, she did that. Yeah. Well, I definitely would say that the process is greater than the progress that we want. And sometimes we want progress in our own life, but it's the process that helps us get there. And I at first was like, man, there's so many things that I'm being asked to do, but it brought clarity and then invited me into community and then helped me make a commitment. I mean, there were just so many things that that when I look back on it, I'm like, man, this was powerful for me. And I'm glad that I am getting to be a part yeah. of this. So That's so cool. Well, I love it. Well, I asked you ahead of time to kind of think about this and, and I'm hoping, could you share with us a tip that you think would be beneficial for us as volunteers to accomplish this weekend? I guess the tip that thinking about is delegation and it's the tip would be rotating the chief. And so again, we have four teams, four consistent teams. And what happens is what I like to do is I like to put um, for, so for example, team one has people A and B and then person A would be the chief this week. And that person will be responsible for getting there first, making sure that things are organized, radios are charged, had, had conversations with other 
team leads, team coaches, helping the ushers out at the end with the offering. If there is an incident, be the person to write up the incident report and then, you know, kind of tell me about that and tell our campus pastor about that. And then the next time that same that same group is on, then person B would actually be the chief. And so I think by delegating responsibility, people have a little bit more ownership. And instead of just going through the motions, people are, there's a little bit more weight on their shoulders. And it's ultimately on me to lead this team this week. And to ultimately too look for things that maybe could be improved. As a, as a coach, I in no way know all all things. There's no way that I do, and so I, I welcome feedback from my team. You know, maybe they notice some things that I that I have not, or make suggestions to be more efficient. So, in terms of communication and again delegating responsibility, I think that this rotating the chief idea allows everybody to sort of step into that lead role for at least a week, and then again later on, and then hopefully giving them a desire to help more people and help help the rest of the team, and then again to kind of help bolster that 11-minute experience for guests. Yeah. What would be some practical things that volunteers or leaders and coaches at other campuses could do to kick this in motion? Walk me through the process of getting something like this set up. Yeah, sure. So we, we had a pretty solid system in place before I became the coach, just as far as the, the guys and, the, and sort of what we were doing. And so I took that and, and took the idea, an idea that we had before, and got a literally a roster of all of our guys. And I used where I send out a newsletter. On that newsletter, there's the schedule for the next several weeks. There's contact information for other group members and, and campus pastor. And then there's updates and reminders. And there's also, you know, procedures that we need to follow. And so I'm, I created this document, this newsletter, and I send it out every time that there's a, uh, again, a, a change or, or a new member. I update the document. And then specifically with the chief, there's this kind of table that I've created where column A is the chief and column B is the assistant. And then I just manipulate it around to where the rotation makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then I send that out, you know, through email. That's great. Is that something that maybe if we made a Google Doc copy of that as a template and we could put in the show notes, is that something you could help me put in there? Oh, sure. Yeah, no problem. Right. Yeah, we'll add that. Well, that's great. How did you get to this moment of feeling like, man, I need to delegate responsibility and I'm going to do that by this rotating the chief concept. How did you come about that? Well, this is something that I've always kind of gravitated towards, even in my own uh, classroom or coaching or, or whatever. I just, I like to give people a sense of responsibility from what I've found, um, even myself taking on smaller roles or giving people roles. If I've been in that position, I, I just have seen where people hold their head up higher, you know, just kind of just tackle the situation differently. It's not um, going through the motions. It's, Hey, I need to, I need to think about this. I'm, I'm ultimately the one responsible um, for the safety of the church guests this week or, you know, and so I wouldn't say that there was necessarily a problem, but maybe just to, to give guys a, a chance to members rather a chance to step into those roles. Who knows? Maybe there's an opportunity for them to take a different team in a higher direction or a different direction at another point in time. You never know what, you know, a sense of responsibility is going to lead someone to do. You know, as far as the tip goes, I would just say, make sure that you know your team well. And that's kind of tough sometimes when you only see them once a week or, or whatever. But, you know, you, and 
delegating responsibility is great, but I, I would make sure that you're, we're not thrusting somebody into a role that they're not responsible for or not, not ready for, rather, um, yeah. and kind of scaring them away or turning them away. So if they're in a lot of times, people are just ready to step up. And sometimes when they're not, they just need a little bit of a push, too. But it's kind of one of those situations as a lead or a coach, you kind of have to, have to figure out on a case-by-case basis. That sort of leads me into the last thing that you asked me, which was up until this situation, I I didn't really... I've served in a few different ways at churches in 30 years, but not really, to be honest, and definitely not had a leadership role. I and mean, it's something that I wasn't necessarily looking for, kind of came to me. I prayed about it and God blessed me with this opportunity. And so I had a moment there where I was like, well, I've never done any of this before. I don't know how to do this, but I, I feel confident that God gave me this opportunity to lead and to show him to other people. If, if there's anybody out there that's feeling apprehensive or nervous about leading, then I would say, you know, pray about it, number one. And then if that that opportunity feels right, just trust that God's going to give you strength. Thanks so much, man. I love those words, PJ. I thank you for joining us today. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Well, as we close, I just want to remind you how valuable you are to the Connect team. Together, we are making a huge difference. As we prepare to serve this weekend, remember there is a good chance that a guest might visit your campus. How could you and your team implement what we talked about today to impact their 11-minute experience? Check out the notes for any resources we shared, tools to work through with your team, and if you have any questions about this conversation or want us to discuss a topic in a future conversation, email us at connectteam at gracechurchsc.org. Thanks for helping create a welcoming environment that connects people to the mission of our church.